From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Thursday, March 9th. I'm Sarah Wright. I think we spend too much time on cannabis. It's just about every meeting. Yesterday, during a special Board of Supervisors meeting to ratify the declaration of a local emergency, one commenter urged the board to approach the cannabis program more effectively, while another declared that he thinks the county should abandon the program altogether. During public comment on off-agenda items, a man who identified himself as Alan Stein called to complain about the $17.5 million local jurisdiction award grant program. That's state money that's supposed to be used to help local provisional cannabis license holders come into compliance with state environmental regulations. The Cannabis Department recently asked the General Government Committee to recommend that it be allowed to reduce the amount it will make available in direct grants to individual applicants from $10.5 million to $3.6 million. Do you see the exquisite irony of that? They have money for pot, but they don't have money to finish a jail which houses many pot users or people who got their start on pot. Pot's an intoxicant. intoxicant. I would urge you to abandon the program completely. The state has money for all of this legalization. Let them be in charge of issuing the permits. I don't think it's the function of government to enable intoxication, which is essentially what you're doing. You're not giving money to wine growers to enable them to intoxicate people. Why give it to pot growers? Meanwhile, former building official turned cannabis consultant Scott Ward told the board the number of licenses in the county has increased by one. Um, I came here to brag a little bit um, yesterday. A client of mine received his approved Appendix G, and he is the 13th license, 13th, to be issued through the cannabis program after six years. And we are now on our way to getting our state annual, so that's good. However, it did take six years. It's... um, a little bit ridiculous for a 25-page application. Actually, he was only three years. We submitted in 2019. I understand that you have John Burks, the code enforcement manager over in Cannabis now, to um, assess the situation and maybe work on some streamlining and some systems. And I strongly urge you to keep the director out of his way and listen to every single thing he says and approve it, because John's a good man. And if anybody can try to write that ship in-house, John Burks is one of the guys that can do it. He could use help from Taylor. Uh, Trent Taylor, I'd be glad to assist as well, if needed, under the provision that the director is no longer working there. I'd be glad to go there and help. The second issue is the letter from Hannah Nelson and Ellen Drell needs to be taken seriously. Ward was referring to a letter co-signed by longtime cannabis attorney Hannah Nelson and Ellen Drell of the Willits Environmental Center, laying out their shared proposal to solve the vegetation modification issues, colloquially known as VegMod Hell. Drell and Nelson are keenly aware that they're often perceived as being on opposing sides of the cannabis issue. Their letter closes with the declaration that we will not be pitted against one another or sustain a claim by county council that one of us is more likely to succeed in a lawsuit than the other. Rather, we demand a reasonable approach, and we've done the work and analysis to provide a path forward. In early February, Nelson submitted a different letter to the board that she co-signed with Sonoma County Cannabis Attorney Lauren Mendelson, saying they sincerely hope that applicants who've been deprived of due process regarding vegetation removal will not be forced to vindicate their rights in court. The Mendocino County Cannabis Cultivation Ordinance prohibits removing trees to grow cannabis. But now, some Phase One applicants might not make it all the way through the process because trees have fallen, burned down, or been cut for safety reasons. 
County Council Christian Curtis prepared an affidavit for applicants to sign, stating that trees were removed for legal reasons, but expressed concern about counter-evidence. The Nelson Drell letter declares that the county's delay in processing applications has created a proof problem that is not the fault of the applicants, and that anonymous complaints, satellite imaging, and the presence or absence of supporting evidence documenting disease or safety concerns by the affiant is insufficient proof to overcome an affidavit. They agreed on a number of items, including that there should be environmental review if the ordinance is changed and that growers should have the option of a compliance plan to remedy violations. Last week, Nelson asked supervisors to meet individually with her and Drell before the March 14th meeting, when the full board is expected to take up recommendations from the General Government Committee. Supervisor Maureen Mulhern sought advice from County Council Christian Curtis. My first reaction was a concern about Brown Act violations, which we should all be concerned about. My second reaction was really around taking advice from people that want to sue us. I feel incredibly uncomfortable having a private meeting with people that are threatening litigation, and I don't know if county council has any advice for the members of the board about whether or not they should take that meeting. Anytime there's a potential threat of litigation, um, the board members need to be aware that anything and everything that you say um, in any context, um, uh, essentially except for um, attorney-client communication, is potentially admissible evidence against the county some point down the road. Our general advice is not to comment on things that are potentially subject to litigation. You're, you're, you're dealing with a situation where you also have constituents that are going to have uh, input that they want to provide. So, um, you know, I don't, um, I don't want to discourage you from, you know, reviewing the letters, um, you know, having public comment, having an opportunity for people to talk to you. But um, uh, uh, frankly, if the expectation is to have more of a one-on-one -on -one dialogue with the, the individual supervisors, I, I do have to warn you that, that uh, you, it, you do need to be careful. With only 13 licenses in the county, Scott Ward issued a caution of his own. You've got a deadline coming up quickly, months away, for the cannabis program to write, it, write the ship and get these people through, and I don't think you have enough time. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.